Praise the Lord, everybody. Pastor Joseph Bachancila had been serving God's vineyard approximately 23 years. And we have been married for 25 years this coming July 9, praise God. Our speaker is hailed from an exotic tiny island in Philippines. He finished his undergrad in Mountain View College, Philippines, as a working student, a security guard, farm worker, and a carpenter. He also joined the college gymnastic team as a wire balancer and monocycle rider and was in Culperter Ministry during summer. Shortly after graduation, he joined 1000 Missionary Movement and the Gospel Outreach, working in the most remote place in Palawan, which cost him almost his dear life when he contracted malaria. However, the Lord had another plan for him. That same year, he met his pen pal and got married after a whirlwind relationship and a year after, moved to Canada. We are blessed with three precious children, Neil Aldrich, who just graduated from Berman University with a degree in religious studies, praise God, Naomi Jem, a third year music major from Berman University, respectively, Nahum Joseph, grade 11 at Coral Wood Adventist Academy. As a husband, he is gentle and very supportive. And as a father, he is loving and very responsible. God has blessed us indeed. He started his ministry in Ontario in January of 97. Then there was a three-year break from being church pastor when he pursued his master's in divinity at Andrews University. We returned to Ontario Conference and pastored seven Filipino churches altogether. In 2013, the whole family sold their house and moved to Philippines, and after three years, returned to Canada and worked in Quebec Conference. And after more than three years, accepted the call from Alberta Conference. Our speaker brings with him his missionary background and adventurous and hardworking spirit, his enthusiasm in the workplace, welcoming any challenges that may come his way. As his wife and three children, we stand behind him, lifting his hands in prayers and support. And with God as his leader, he is determined to finish the work he had laid upon him. As one of his favorite texts says, as long as he sought the Lord, God gave him success. Second Chronicles 26.5, presenting to you God's humble servant who will lift God's holy name only, Pastor Joseph O. Bachansila. Good evening, everyone. Happy Sabbath. We are so blessed because God has given us opportunity to have this camp meeting virtually. Because of this COVID-19, we have come up with this new normal. I believe with all my heart that God still uh, guides us and continue to lead us every step of the way as we continue to look forward for the soon coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. As we continue to talk about on the theme, Reflecting the Shepherd, tonight I invite you to open your Bible to the Gospel of John chapter 10, verses 27 to 30. The Gospel of John chapter 10, verses 
27 to 30. The Bible says, My shepherd, or my sheep, hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My Father who has given, me, given unto me is greater than all, and no one is able to snatch them out of my, my Father's hands. In verse 30, I and my Father are one. Let us pray together. Gracious, loving Father God, thank you for this time that you allowed us to come and be reminded that you are our shepherd. And I pray that you will help us, Lord, open our hearts and help your servant as he proclaim your word, that it will help us and guide us as we journey in the path that you want us to walk on, that we will continue to be faithful till the end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In chapter 10, John relates what Jesus said about himself and about his followers. He said that he was the good shepherd, the door. And when he asked, he confirmed that he was the Christ, and he and the Father were one. He left little to the imagination in this chapter. He also left little to the, to the imagination when it came to his followers. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. This continues Jesus' repetitions of an analogy he made several months prior the healing of a man born blind in chapter 9 of the Gospel of John. There he pointed out that sheep only recognize the voice of their particular shepherd. Those who don't listen to the witness of Jesus are proving they're not part of his flocks. John 10 verses 1 to 6. In another analogy, Jesus stated that he was the only means of salvation. John 10, 7 until 9. Separating all people into two basic groups, which is saved and unsaved. Believers and non-believers. Those who refuse to come to Christ are, by definition, part of the group mastered by the counterfeit shepherd who is Satan. The enemy of God. Jesus is our loving good shepherd who gave his life that we might live. The Bible says, my sheep hear my voice. You might be asking, what does it mean? Hearing and recognizing the voice of our loving, good, heavenly, caring shepherd comes from listening to his voice attentively. Hearing and learning to recognize his voice, you should be in a close proximity to him in order to have a familiarization of his voice. Getting used to the voice of the shepherd, you need to have a daily, regular interaction with him. Are you with me so far? So what does it mean? As a sheep in his pasture, hearing the word of God repeatedly and trusting the truth of all that he says, it's all that matters. 
hearing the word of God. That all that matters. Hearing attentively. Recognizing his voice and his call. That's the most important thing. My wife and I married for 25 years now. As a matter of fact, we have celebrated our 25th wedding anniversary this month. Having said that, I know my wife's voice very well because I've spent time with her quantitatively and qualitatively. I've been with her when she's happy and when she's sad or even mad or even scared. I know her voice when she is stressed or when she's not. So you get the point. To hear the voice of my wife means is to learn and recognize even she is in the midst of the crowd. Do you know why? It's so simple. I have spent time with her for quite some time. Amen? So to hear the voice of the good shepherd is to spend time with him and in the world so that you know when the Lord is speaking to you. In the midst of this lot of distraction around us, a lot of noises, you know, when the Lord is speaking through the word of God, you must be able to say, oh, this is the word of God. The word, the word tells me that God is calling me. How do we recognize or how do you recognize the voice of Jesus? How can you do it? Making relationship takes time. I know um, young people, even, even those they are not that young, Relationship, making relationship takes time. We have, you know, our young people spend a lot of time in social media. It's because they want to create and need want to have this relationship with their friends. They spend a lot of time in Instagram, Twitter, or Google Hangout, whatever platform that they're using in order to have that relationship created and nurtured and refreshed. By spending quality and quantity of time with him through reading his words, meditating and talking to him through prayer, that's the most important thing to, in order to know and hear the word of God. Verse 27, 28 and 29. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. They follow me. Our Lord still alludes to the discourse he had before this festival as if he said, my sheep are they who hear my voice by faith. As if he had said, my sheep are they who are known by me and follow me. So as we follow him, we have been said that if we follow him, we keep his commandments with a believing and loving heart. And the next the next uh, group of uh, word here in verse 27, and I know them. You might be intrigued how the Lord, you know, I say, know them. You might be asking, is he not an omniscient God? He knows everything. But he says, I know them. 
There must be something that when we look at the, the word of God in, in Matthew, you said, people were saying, oh, I, 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 you know, did wonders and those good things and even, even asked the, the devil, the evil spirits to come out from the person. But when Jesus Christ said, I don't know them, go away from me. When the Lord says, my sheep hear my voice and I know them, I think that this speaks of a relationship. Don't you? A real sheep doesn't know just about the good shepherd. He knows him and the good shepherd in return knows the sheep. This intimate relationship begins with one who makes Jesus Lord of his life and chooses to believe that he is the Christ. Jesus is our heavenly shepherd who came to this world from above of his home to gather all those who follow him and believe on his name and to become one fold with one shepherd. Jesus is our caring shepherd who guards and guides us, who feeds us and tends us, who protects us and loves us, and who intimately knows each of us, each of his own, by name. You know, this really encourages me because, you know, in my interaction, for example, I, I, I go to one place, a new place, and have people who, Interaction, have an interaction with me and introduce the name, their name. You know, after that, we part ways, and the next time that we meet again, 70%, you know, I could hardly remember the name, and I'm asking them, you know, help me remember your name. But the Lord Himself, He, he really said, I know them by name. And that's a good news for us because in Isaiah 43, verse 1, he said, Fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have summoned you by name. You are mine. That wonderful promise confirms that God knows your name individually. Individually, brothers and sisters. I have summoned you by name and you are mine. Yes, God knows your name, even your nickname, even your pit name. Whatever you have in your Facebook or your your, your Twitter or whatever your, you know, username in the platform that you're using in social media, he knows every one of you. He knows you very well. He knows you even when you, when you were conceived in your mother's womb. He knows your heartaches. He knows your disappointments. He knows even your failures. Jesus, as the good shepherd, he has a plan for you and for me. Amen? Jeremiah 29, verse 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We have young people, sometimes they are, you know, they are worried about their future. You know, climate change is going on, all those injustices around us. They are worried of their future. But the Lord has planned for us, for you and for me, not to harm us, but to have hope and peace in the future. And the Bible says in our uh, memory text here, 
and they follow me. A characteristic of Jesus' sheep is that they follow him, the shepherd. He obeyed. They obeyed his commands. They are doing what he has, he has commanded to you and to us in the word. There should be a spiritual fruit that certainly and clearly indicates that you are his. Right? Some people might ask the question, why follow Jesus? Why follow Jesus? Especially those people who have the challenge of believing that the, word of, uh, the Bible is the word of God. And he said, oh, why follow Jesus? He might be one of those people who are good person, a good teacher, but why follow Jesus? They might say following him may result in more trials, maybe persecution or even martyrdom. And the author of Psalm chapter 73 was honest about struggling with the same question, brothers and sisters. Since he had begun to follow God in chapter 73 in Psalm. If you have your Bible, you know, you can check it out. You know, he had experienced increased trials when he followed God. And the dialogue and this uh, word of the, of the Lord in chapter 73, he looked at the wicked who seemed to be prospering and thought to himself in verse 73, verse 13, Surely, in vain, I have kept my heart pure. Some of the new believers, they come to church and said, Oh, since I, come to, since I came to church, I have increased trials, difficulties, compared when I was not in a church. Might as well, I'm, I'm going back. This is the experience of this chapter 73 in Psalms. Yet, his answers came when he went into the sanctuary of God and considered eternity. The wicked would come into judgment, but of himself, he remembered in, in verse 26, my heart and my flesh may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Amen? We might have some discouragement Along the way, as we serve the Lord, as we follow the good shepherd who is Jesus Christ. But the abundant life that Jesus gives consists in having God himself as our portion, both now and forever. That's why you should follow Jesus as your good shepherd. That's why we need to have that relationship with him. We need to hear his voice. Because when we hear his voice, when we recognize his voice, he knows us. He knows you by name. For me, I follow Jesus. He is not only a good shepherd, not only a very good shepherd, not only an excellent shepherd, but the best shepherd of all time. Do you know why? The proof that we have here in the scripture in Psalms 23, verse 1 to 6, it describes very well. The Bible says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What does it tell us? It tells me, 
It describes satisfactions. I will be satisfied if I will follow him all the way. The next verse, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He promised that when we follow and we make Jesus Christ as our shepherd, he will lead us to the green pastures. As the sheep wants to eat green grasses and drink clear, still waters, he knows that as the best shepherd of all time. He prepares those. Ye do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. It describes me the protection he provides if I follow him as my shepherd. Safety, brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, is guaranteed in Jesus Christ. That's why I follow him. That's why he said, if my, my sheep hears my voice and, follow, and, and I know him and I know them and they will follow me. That's why we follow him. That's why I follow him. Because there is a promise that he will give us protection. Guaranteed security. That's why I follow him. I follow the shepherd who is Jesus Christ, our Lord. I follow Jesus who is the best shepherd who hath by an unchangeable decree is greater than all in heaven and on earth and none is able to pluck me out of his hand. And that's the, that's the security that I want to, to share with you. That when you follow, when you have that relationship with God, with the good shepherd, the promise, nothing, nobody will be able to pluck you out from the hands of God. When I continue to follow him, he promised, brothers and sisters, verse 28 in chapter 10 of the Gospel of John, and I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Three privileges of being his sheep and following him. Number one, eternal life. The benefit of being his sheep and eternal life and an ending fellowship with Jesus, these benefits are one that we want our family and friends to participate in and cause us to go to great lengths to see that they have opportunity to hear and respond to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's one privilege. The next one, they shall never perish. That's a promise of God. When the judgment come. The ship of Jesus is guaranteed they shall not be condemned. They will not go there by themselves. But Jesus assured us, oh, what a joy when we come to that place, to the time that when we face the judgment, said, oh, come unto me, inherit this kingdom that has been prepared ever since the foundation of the world. They shall not fear us. The third one is no one shall snatch them out of Jesus' hand. As long as you decide to stay with him, the promise is your. This message, brothers and sisters, is very important. It's because we need to have that relationship with him. Our shepherd and our guide and our protector and our provider. As I close... I would like to share with you the pen of inspiration from Desire of Ages, page 480. It describes that the shepherd Jesus Christ, 
As the shepherd, and I quote, as the shepherd goes before his sheep, he himself first encountering the perils of the way, so does Jesus with his people. When he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before him, before them. The way to heaven is consecrated by Savior's footprints. The path may be steep and rugged, but Jesus has traveled that way. His feet have pressed down the crop of thorns to make the pathway easier for us. Every burden that we, that we, have, that we are called to bear, he himself has borne. The questions are, do you hear his voice? Will you respond to his call? Will you follow him all the way to the end? For he promised eternal life to those who hear and follow him wholeheartedly. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, Jesus says, my sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And he promised eternal life. He promised, it, he, he promised security, protection. And in that, we are here asking God, Lord, help us that I or we will have that desire to develop that relationship so that when we, so, so that when you call, when you utter a word call unto us, we'll be able to hear and respond to that call and be with you forevermore. May the Lord bless us and inspire us and will strengthen us until the shepherd Jesus comes again and we will be with him in the ceaseless ages of eternity. Let us pray together. Great, mighty, loving Father God in heaven, thank you for the reminder that you have given to us, reminding that your ship hears your voice and you know your ship. And we follow our shepherd. Lord, help us. If we have sometimes distracted, we are distracted in many things around this world. And I pray that you will help us to focus our attention and our eyes on Jesus, our good shepherd. May you continue to help us to be an overcomer every time because you are in our side as our shepherd. Thank you, Lord, for being our God. Thank you for your promise that you will not leave us nor forsake us, but you will hold us with your mighty hand. Thank you for hearing us. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray. Amen.